The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too To the garden, the internet's number one resource for swinging adults, the swinging lifestyle, and uh, uh, all the all the stuff that goes in between. I am your pleasure guardian, Bruce Brucen. I I can't do this. And I'm Hank the Spank Tank Jankerson Jankersley Ten. Hank, we did we did talk about trying to keep the volume down. Uh, we have a I, lot of. I'm excited listeners. about fucking other people's wives' pussies. Sure, sure, sure. It's understandable. Who could be? Why? Who wouldn't be excited about? Uh, Here's your first Hank. Power. Here's first Hank Spank Tank Jankerson's pro tip. Find the <laughs> find the best butt you can. Best find the best butt in the room and just ha- get it and have it. Of course, that is with uh, consent. Maybe that butt's uh, maybe that butt's on a man. Hank ain't here to judge. <laughs> well, we we should all be open. I think to different possibilities. There's a lot of liberation in that and accepting. I think I walked <laughs> in the wrong recording booth. Uh, well, we all we will clear out soon. We know that the uh, brother br- brother brother chat. Yeah. Is it brother chat is supposed to be? Man, you're gonna want to get a squeegee in here, man, before you start recording, because oh. there is gonna get there's some nasty. leavings. Brother chat is actually the number two podcast for swinging adults and everything <laughs> in between. Uh, so I'm sorry, was it Travis? Yes, Travis. If you could just step out of this recording studio, head down the hall. Uh, I'm sure you'll find uh, the guys you're looking for. Okay, click. Man, that guy with the suction cup shoes—he <laughs> really freaked me out. I was, I was trying to do a little, uh, a little Prairie Home Companion sound effect. Some foley. I liked it. This is my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Trevor, Travis McElroy. Oh, <laughs> Wait, Jesus. oh, well, nope. Stop the world. You messed up your name. The cat slapped me in the face. You said Trevor. I actually uh, said Trevor, but um, I'm Trevor. I'm your sweet baby brother. Tank, the Spank Tank Jankersley. Have you guys ever noticed that Griffin and Hank the Spank Tank are never in the same room at the same time? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Some people have noticed that actually Griffin looks like Hank the Spank Tank Jankersley, uh, but with glasses on. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I, I'm beginning to see through their ruse. What we do on this show is we take your questions and then we turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. Let's get right into the queries. Last week, I worked a really long 24-hour shift at my retail job. My boss, seeing my dedication, decided to buy me lunch. He handed me his credit card and sent me on my way. I ended up spending $17 on an amazing burger and fries. Now, mind you, this is NYC, and it's a higher-end burger spot. My question is, how much is an appropriate amount to spend when your boss offers to buy you lunch? Did I spend too much? I don't want my boss to think I took advantage of his kind offer. That's from Stuffed in NYC. Wait, wait, wait. First and foremost, you worked a 24-hour shift? Yeah, with that in mind, like, your boss is lucky that you didn't just take him and then fart on the card before you gave it back. Because yeah. that's that's bananas. The old stinky plastic. Mm-hmm. I, I I think... Blast, blaster card. The blaster <laughs> Are you I, asking? Are you asking, like... The technical or, like, the real life? Because technically, think, when he offers to buy you lunch, it's your choice. And you can get whatever you want. Mm. I think, technically speaking, you committed a federal crime. That is another... You used somebody else's credit card. That's an important well, that issue. doesn't even mean anything anymore in this day and age. Really? Oh Am I uh, antiquated? The- no, honestly, the other day, like, my, my boss sent me to buy a projector for the office. 
And, like, it was a pretty big purchase. And I'm sitting there in, like, paint-stained, you know, jeans and T-shirt. And, like, I handed it <laughs> Looking this, very like, methy. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to buy this very expensive projector with this card that is not the same name as my ID, which you just checked. Mm-hmm. And dude is just like, okay. Like I bought, I bought groceries the other day with my credit card. And it gave me the prompt to put in my signature and hit accept. But I just hit accept and didn't put in my signature. And it went through. And I felt like... I, I just felt like taking out my wallet and just dumping it out on the floor and just saying, all right, everybody have at it, because apparently there's no security on these goddamn things at all. I took Teresa's card to go buy a video game for a Secret Santa present, and Tudor, like, looked at the card, saw that it said Teresa, and was like, okay, and, like, why do we even care anymore? Why? Yeah, why are you even trying? I don't think $17 is, is obnoxious for... Because who for, the fuck knows... Who the fuck knows how rich their boss is in this world? Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Like, every time I've gone out to dinner with a boss, they eat like they eat like a steak made out of bouillon, and it's like, uh, okay, I didn't know that this is where you were, fungibly speaking. But congratulations, Doctor Mister One Percent. Duder, when you get back, isn't going to be like. Well, thank you for your 24-hour-long shift, but I see here that you spent $17 on lunch. You fired. How good do you think the, that burger was, though? Oh, boy. Can we I all, bet it had some blue cheese on let's it. Let's all mm. theorycraft like that. what that burger was like, because I'm imagining pure... pure. What's Here's... it called when they feed cows lobster and <laughs> it butters up their their fat mm. meats? And... So when you but... like butter cow. Butter cow, butter beef. Yeah, butter. I bet it was pure f- fat Angus butter beef patty. And then, and then you gotta have that. Isn't apple Angus wood. butter beef the kid on Two and a Half Men? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hear he's super Christian now. Yeah, he uh, is. They always have applewood smoked bake. I don't oh, know what applewood is. It's but where it, you take it, a piece of wood and you mm-hmm. um, put an apple on it. And then they use that. They just burn that, and, and they, they, burn, they cook. well, they take the apple out first. It's just you. T- it's it's wood that has been touched by an apple. Okay, that doesn't make much sense, but I I mean I'm not a culinary. <laughs> touched by an apple is my favorite TV show, and it's it's all about like people whose lives are being ruined by sin, and then like an apple shows up on their door, but it's completely stationary and doesn't talk or or give out blessings or anything. <laughs> it just really makes them think. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it makes them pause. Who put this like, fucking oh. apple here. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna turn go, things around. Go it's, it's actually closer to earlier early edition than it is touched by an angel because like the apple appears and it's like, oh shit! If there's apples here, I gotta save that busload of kids tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That, that does not sound like a good show. What you guys are describing sounds like an unenjoyable program. It only me. went about ten episodes. It was on after a revolution. I'm I don't want to think about how much you spend anymore. I'm bored of thinking about it. I think I think you're fine. I think that you put you're in an fine. extraordinary Stop worrying. effort. Also, Your boss was trying to alleviate his guilt. That's the only reason anybody does anything. Yeah. So, so you you, you did him a favor by spending, getting something juicy at night. I think it, it's not like outlandish. It's not like you spent fifty dollars on lunch steak. Like you you got a you live in a very expensive city, and you yeah. got some some food that costs a good amount of money. If your boss didn't like it, maybe he should let you not work for a whole twenty four hours day. straight and violate. OSHA regulations. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. Maybe he should have just like let you go home and sleep rather just than let you sleep. You're so tired. How do you even? St- how does anybody stay up for 24 hours? I don't I think, think I'm capable of staying up for longer than 12. And this person no. did double that. My boss at the speed factory. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Walter White. Uh, okay. I don't want to talk about this question anymore. Okay, it's really bumming you out, isn't it? It's is it because me is out. it bringing you back to your your halcyon retail days? Yeah, it's just like twenty four hours is such a long time to do anything. Yeah, there's nothing I want to do for twenty four hours ever. Um, and and this guy had to work at a retail job. It's just bumming me out. You should have used that credit card to buy yourself a plane to Jamaica. Um, I had a girl once, and all she wanted to do was party for party all t- party all twenty four hours, party all the time. Yeah. And so, I guess Eddie Murphy wrote a song about it. Anyway, let's go on. I'm not feeling very funny today, guys. I don't me know what's neither. Me. We could just like try and do like a really serious episode where you give out like really heavy. Just oh, like do like really? real shit. 
Yeah. It gets like so deep, mm-hmm. deep and dirty. People Griffin, maybe a me. Yahoo would like, maybe we can say something funny about I that. don't have any good ones of those either. Ah, shit. Cool. <laughs> this is going to be a dudski. <laughs> um, this Yahoo was sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tom who asks, do ghosts appreciate it if you leave them a little snack on the countertop? Not like health food or vegetables or anything. <laughs> but, you know, like a tasty snack, like Oreos or leftover dessert. If you do this, would they actually eat it? And if they did, then couldn't you show your proof to scientists that they are real wildlife? Jesus Christ. That was a toughie. That was like... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, like, the only reason we have yet to prove the existence of ghosts is because no one sought to leave him some cookies? Yeah, that's true. Well, is that really what a ghost would be into? No, because as we've all seen in, in Casper the Friendly Ghost, they eat it, and it's just going to fall out their bottoms. Mm-hmm. Which which begs the question, how do they even eat it in the first place? Think about that. Think about that scientist who'd write up Casper. If he can eat it with his mouth and his stomach, should be also uh-huh. tangible to contain it. Just some food for fucking thought, Casper writers. Do you think Casper employed, you know how uh, sometimes military video games will employ a, a, you know, some special ops guys to, like, confirm what they're doing is accurate? Mm. Do you think the producers and directors of Casper enlisted some paranormal experts that could give that, that could check the accuracy Clearly of, not. of some of the things in the film? Clearly not. I thought you were going to ask if maybe they employed like some ghosts to fact check for them. Here, I think they aren't real. <laughs> Here's oh, the thing. Okay. If, a, if a ghost ate a sandwich with his mouth, okay. uh-huh, then it would stay in his tummy, right? Okay. Can we all agree on that? If we're going to agree on anything about ghosts, and I, of course they're not real. Um, you're saying if he had the physical capability to chew and mm-hmm. swallow if those mechanisms okay. are working okay so if we're agreeing then it's like an if a then b situation if this if the ghost is able to pick up the sandwich chew the sandwich swallow the sandwich then, yes, then the he sandwich has a mechanism if to digest the and then poop the sandwich if the ghost is unable to interact with the corporeal sandwich yeah then of course oh my god okay so it. let's let's use ghost logic and by ghost logic okay. i mean the movie ghost because then when he finds himself in the heat of a terrible passion, he can become part of our of, of our extant world. You know, he can become uh-huh, tangible. Right. So here's here's the scenario. Casper gets really, really angry about, you know, you know, Obama, you know, taking away his guns or something like that. And so in that moment, in that moment of passion, he Casper, eats. Casper, the friendly but very conservative ghost. <laughs> yeah, he eats. Well. He's the ghost of Richie Rich, right? And Richie Rich is obviously a wonderful. That's never been clear to me, but I think that's the case. Yeah, that is obviously the case. So, in the heat of a terrible passion, uh, Obama, then uh, let's, let's see the birth certificate, and he gets like really angry. And in the heat of that terrible passion, he eats an Angus Butterbeef burger. Uh-huh. Okay. But then, like, he eats it, and then like he cools down a little bit. And in that moment of you know okay. of co- okay. of chilling of 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 cold lamping the the burger falls so he's anger eating mm-hmm. see and i would then... think that, i would think that the burger though would then make the transition back to the uh, the, the like astral spectral plane with him uh, um uh, well that doesn't make much sense to me travis because then if like he got angry about obama um, then for immigrants, then like he could like grab someone's hand and then like chill on it, and then like would that person come with them to ghost to the ghost land observatory? I do you think that if Casper wants to eat a full meal, he has to like he has to watch Religious, yeah, and just watch the whole thing, yeah, and get angrier and angrier and angrier at Bill Maher, and then and then he can, can finish his dinner. He just looks. Even then, though, even then, he is still translucent. So like. Even if he managed to stay angry for the 12 hours it would take for his food to fully digest and be uh-huh. expelled, mm-hmm. um, like, you would see it turn to poopy. That's something I was worried about with Slim Goodbody. Oh, yeah. What if he had a recording right after lunch and the kids just had to, like, watch in horror as his Reuben and egg cream turned into poopy right, right. in front of them? Well, there's a lot of – there's – Justin, you are opening up a pretty huge – a pretty huge door here for horrific, <laughs> horrific things that you could see Slim Goodbody doing through his skin. What if the kids knew Slim Goodbody had lung cancer before Slim Goodbody's doctors did? Uh, Slim? <laughs> Slim? Mr. Goodbody, have you gotten checked? Mr. Goodbody? 
Can you? I, I'm worried about. I'm not sure that's just a cold, Mister Goodbody. <laughs> it looks Mr. like you got a tapeworm, Mister Goodbody. <laughs> Mister Goodbody, your clothes seem to be fitting you really loosely, which is weird because your clothes are that you don't have skin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that's working, but you look a little haggard. Mm -hmm. What's sadder than a guy with no skin wearing a terry cloth robe? Hey, nothing. Hey, bro, cool epididymis. I can see it. <laughs> I can see all of it. The coils. <laughs> Is that Slim? Is that a balloon of cocaine in your rectum? <laughs> Wait, is Slim, Slim good body a ghost? What? No, he's half ghost. He's okay. sure as fuck not alive. He's got skin ghost. You don't get to be vivisected and get to keep on being alive. That's not a thing. I that think keeps... if that if that show were to take place in the real world, it would just be a series of Slim good body screaming because mm -hmm. he had been flayed alive. Oh, it'd be a he... saw movie, sure. He's still doing the show in, well into his 60s, but he they keep having to redraw to make his prostate bigger. <laughs> I said, no, larger than that. Trust me. <laughs> and get my hemorrhoids. Oh, man, what a bummer this episode is. What a bummer is. Slim Goodbody Christ. is. Dude, fucking Candle Nights is next week. I guess we are just lowering the base level of where everybody's at so that we can bring them right back up with Candle Nights. This time of year, everyone's a little bit disappointed. Yeah, it's true. Just remember, next week, we're not going to talk about prostates at all. My boyfriend recently purchased an iPad. We love the convenient technology of being able to look at internet memes whenever we like, but lately he's been browsing on the pad until the wee hours of the night right next to me in bed. I miss the end-of-the-day conversation and cuddle time we used to share. Is it rude to request him to limit his nighttime screen time? He seems to think so. That's from iPad Replaced in Portland. This is such a sad thing in the modern age. It's, But it's everything. It's everything yeah. and everywhere now. You know, there are uh, nights. I got Teresa an iPod Touch uh, for her birthday. There are nights now. You know, we just sit there. And I'm on my I iPhone and she's on her iPad or iPod. And mm -hmm. we remember the times when we used to just, like, talk to each other and enjoy each other's company. Those times are dead now. I It's so I – th I do not think it is wrong of you to want boundaries. I, I think that laying that out and saying, like, hey, I would really prefer that this be a time where we could, like, talk to each other and, 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 and bond. I don't I don't think that that's inappropriate at all. I mean, I think that it's – I think what is maybe making this hard for you is that you feel like you shouldn't have to ask. Why does he not want to yeah. uh, talk with you instead of get on the iPad? And here's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. No one is as interesting as an iPad. I don't want that kind of pressure. That's true. I don't. No. I don't want to have to compete well, with I, that. Well, hold on, because I have I have a multitude of apps. You know. Sure, you got some. apps. I make coffee in the morning. That's an app. Mm -hmm. Um, if there's a bug, then sometimes I can do something about it. That's kind of an app if you think about that's, it. There's an, yeah, that, that's true. Um, I can <clears throat> I can go to sleep in the middle of the day pretty much any time. So that that there's an app. I mean, I'm not saying you don't have utility, Griffin. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that if, if 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 someone says to me, "Hey, here's a world of information and games and fun," and over here is someone who wants to tell you about their dogs, I've got little like, hands, so I can like get inside of wine glasses and clean them out. So there's okay. So you're like so you're like Ratatouille. That's basically. another app. That's what, um, that's what you got. That's a that's it. Shit, that's everything I can do. I know. This is what I'm saying. God damn like that it. wouldn't fill up the home screen. Yeah, that's true. Is it, nobody Do wants to know a everyone who's been in every movie ever what year they came out and how much they grossed. Uh huh. <laughs> um, uh, I, sometimes I throw shit at birds. <laughs> well, that's just kind of a bat. That's just kind of a mean thing that you do. I though. slice that's fruit up. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Oh, there's not an app for that. How about an iPad? What you got? <laughs> I can. Uh, um, I have a piano that doesn't work, but when I press the keys on it, I make fart noises with my mouth. So there's another app. I can basically make fart noises anytime, whatever tone, whatever you want. <laughs> on command, mm -hmm. tone, length, frequency. There's an app. There's another one. <laughs> that one was that make one a was... fart noise with his mouth that could actually get you a free phone call if you put it into a payphone. That app is free. That's a free app. That's a free you app. Just get that. That's no problem. Um, I can't tell you all the recipes, but I know like six. I know spaghetti. Yeah. There's an app. 
I can make muffins if I got the mix and milk. So there's another app. Just count all the apps. That's what I'm saying. This is <laughs> this is you have to. It's it's just like um it's just like Jonathan Winter said in Rent. Um, is that who wrote, you measure your life? Measure your life in apps. And if you can't, you are competing with all the technology that your boyfriend now loves more than you. So like it, you've got a Jolene situation on your hands. Only instead sure. of a woman with flaming locks of auburn hair, you are dealing with an with an iPad. You've been Jolene, madam. You, you got Jolene. You've been I Jolene. You've been I Jolene. Seriously, it, it's coming at us all on all sides. And if you sure. can't if you can't download more apps to compete, then you're fucked. You're gonna lose them. You, we all have to take little stands against this battle mm-hmm. of, of of versus the robots, and this battle to keep connected. Uh, isn't like competing for attention normally because nobody can compete with it. Mm-hmm. You, we just have to use our superior human willpower before they get willpower soon. Right. You just gotta find your strengths. My my GF will get deep into a game of chip chain. Right. She'll get sure. she'll she'll get real deep into some into some cut the rope. And then you know what? I I have to stand up there and maybe I do like a little dance. Uh-huh. That's not something that the iPad can provide unless you get on YouTube. <laughs> And you search for like a better dance than I do, which is, which is <laughs> so going to be hard to find. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be looking for a while. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Good luck searching for the right terms. Because it- tell him you got to be direct. Say, listen, I miss the time we used to spend together. He'll respect that. Mm-hmm. He promise he will. And if he doesn't respect it, snap it over your knee. Oh, don't do that. It's a- snap it over your knee. And get your relationship back. Mm-hmm. No, Justin, you got to put it in a position so he breaks it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on the floor, you looking at it late at night, you leave it on his chest so that when he wakes up, he drops it off He'll... the side of the bed. What, um, do you, what do you think they're made of? <laughs> glass? Candy sugar? I mean, they are made out of a kind of glass. Yeah, they're made out of glass and metal. I just don't think it's going to break if you throw one off your chest in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Listen, and I do I, think I've the... broken seven iPhones. Well, Dad it's broke easy. one of them. Dad broke one of them for you. I have had indirectly broken. Yes. You have been the owner of several broken eye products. Um, it's I, yeah, easy. you got to you I think your plan will work, Travis, but I think you got to you got to get the iPad like halfway there. I think maybe you step on it a few times and then you put it on his chest. Mhm. <laughs> I stepped on this, and apparently my size six pumps. Mm-hmm. Why does it say Keds backwards on my broken iPad? <laughs> this podcast and the last podcast are you by Kids. <laughs> An attractive friend of mine lives out of state. Is coming... <laughs> Why are you yelling? I don't know. But is coming to my college graduation in about a month. A few days ago, she texted me to say that she is drunk. She's up for having sex with me. When she's here for my graduation. Being that she was drunk when she sent these text messages, what should my expectations be when I see her? And is there a way I can tastefully bring up this topic again in the meantime to see if the offer still stands when she is sober? Missouri loves company. The answer is no. <laughs> well, well, Absolutely not. Listen, You're actually listen. asking the way wrong question. In vino veritas. You know? No, no, no. Mm. Here's here's the thing. It doesn't matter because I would actually posit that probably what it was is she wasn't really that drunk, but she wanted to be drunker than she was to bring out the fact that she wanted to have sex with you when she came to visit your school. She's into it. It's great. But But. the problem is she gave you too much forewarning. It's going to hang in the air for a fucking month now. Do you taste that? It's like some sexual discomfort in the room. This because fucking it's not going to be casual and easy when she rolls up in town. It's not going to be like, oh, we had such a good time at dinner and things led. Like, you're both going to be sitting there like, so uh, in your heads the whole fucking time. And it's like, going to be the fucking time. Yeah. You're not going to you're not going to enjoy her visit at all because every time it's like, well, I guess we should head home. <laughs> Yawn. Let's go. Can like, we? Fucking get breathalyzers put on all of our goddamn phones. And not so that when you get drunk, you don't text people things that you regret. Because guess what? That never actually happens in real life. Mm -hmm. But just so that you don't text people things that you want to tell them. But under any other circumstance wouldn't be okay. Except that you've had a few drinks now. And so it's totally cool. Well, okay. I actually need to take umbrage with your first point, Griffin. Two nights ago, I had had a bunch of wine. Mm -hmm. 
and I got on Twitter and told people to vote for their favorite between rap music, Lady Gaga, pizza, and ribbon candy. Right. So, <laughs> but let's 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 get pizza real. one, of course. Of course, pizza one. Um, wait, pizza beat all of rap music. <laughs> um, yes. To to be fair, the only vote I counted was my own. Okay. Um, That's a thing that you would normally say, though. That's a, that's a, I feel like that is a standard Justin Bonemol. If you had gotten on there and then said, like, drop some real racist shit about, like, Pacific Islanders, then that (laughs) would have, that would have been slightly out of character because you. Samoa? No Moa. Yeah. Thank you. Tongan? Tongan. Get. So the. the... Filipino? Filipino. That would have been bad. But that's not what you did. Well, what I'm... The ish is the people who who have, like, three sips of a Smirnoff ice and then call up their best friend since childhood and talk about, you know, how much they want to jump on the tip. It drives me absolutely fucking bonkers. And I'm glad that I don't have to deal with it as much in, like, my 25-year-old life as I did in my 21-year-old life. I think that the, you should just let things happen naturally. She was drinking. You were I don't, a guy. <laughs> so so that there. is your excuse there. You were there. Uh, I I mean. Is it possible she can... meant to send it to somebody else? Like your name is Kylo <laughs> and she meant to send it to Kyle. Is that possible? Maybe she God, pressed the wrong shit. button. Did I send this to Kylo or mm-hmm. Kyle? Oh, fuck. Did I send this to Steven or Sreven? <laughs> Happy graduation, Sreven. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Just be a cool cat. There. Okay, I can confirm one thing definitively. There is l- absolutely no way for you to text her and say, so... Remember earlier when sex? We're you still, we're want... still, we, we're still penciled is, in for sex on your visit. Is that correct? gonna happen, please? Hey, just getting. I need time to get my wiener ready. So let me know if this is still in the cards. What's that? I don't want to do the thing that I do by myself if I'm gonna do that with someone else that day or soon. I... So pl- so write me back, please. Sincerely, Sreven at Yahoo.com. <laughs> I would say that the best best course of action is to just assume that you're not going to have sex and it's never going to come up again and that that was just a mistake and ignore it. So then when it happens, it's awesome and spontaneous and great. But if it doesn't happen, you're not sitting there the whole time like, so should I like put my arm around her shoulder or like try to kiss yeah, her? Yeah, don't or, put like, that. Don't... don't put that on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, really, this fucking sucks. Please, nobody ever... Nobody ever goddamn do this. It's so hard. It's so hard walking this social and sexual minefield that is your 20s. Can we not complicate things by, like, sending people cryptic messages that may or may not, if they can, if they can, you know, figure out the wind talking that you just dropped on them, maybe they'll get fucked. Like, can we please this is what not I don't do understand. that? Why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you just wait till you go visit Sreven and then just have sex with him? Yeah. Here's, a, like, here's why, why, nobody, why ruin the end of the book? Why are you giving him a trailer? Yeah. Like, <laughs> spoiler alert, Sreven. I'm going to fuck you. I can't adults just have sex like the normal thing and not make a fucking marketing campaign for it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh, fucking Sreven tonight. Get, 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 retweet. Get this up in your social. We're going to hit all of our key beats. Mm-hmm. And, you are and really the Facebook group for me and Sreven fucking. <laughs> going to get this narrative really moving forward. Hashtag going to make a magnum come loud. And... um. <laughs> We're gonna we're exploring gorilla marketing, which don't ask. It is like, highly dangerous. God, need to get fucking gorilla. Fucking sucks. That's what I meant. Money's own. <laughs>like to fuck a gorilla you gotta be safe and the only way to do that is to go to extremerestraints.com and get one of their many 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 gorilla tranquilizers that will let you make love to all sorts of exotic animals it doesn't have to be a gorilla mm-hmm. no, you know and maybe come in decorative colors so that it'll match your outfit yeah maybe you want to get a uh prince albert chastity device for 89.95 
and uh, then you want to fuck a giraffe with it. Well, that's mm-hmm. fine. You can just give the giraffe some. Okay, I do want to say I'm sorry. The tranquilizers are not actually on there, but the metal ring that goes around your penis is. I don't think you're allowed to fuck like zoo animals at the zoo. I think if you go to the zoo, they don't let you just go hog wild. Listen, listen, they don't advertise that, Griffin. It's not an average. You know that there's a secret club in Disneyland that's only for fr- Yeah, like you trade. Club, it was a really Club 11 or something Club like 30, 35. You trade way. pins, right? You trade pins. But at the zoo, you tr- you trade cock rings. With, well, um, at, at uh, ExtremeRestraints.com, you trade money for something to fuck. And they've got uh, uh, everything you could want. If you want to put a dick on a lady, they can do that for you mm-hmm. for and you know, maybe, a very maybe reasonable price. The, Justin, this is yes. a season to be sharing. That's true. So maybe this is Ooh. a time to buy something for your lover. Maybe something that, to please your lover. Can you get a second dick for you? Like you can have uh, two dicks on it? Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm looking at it right now. And the the, the, the answer is yes. Right. Mm-hmm. With the fan, Fetish Fantasy Hollow Strap-On. Uh, you can have sex, do the thing that you do at the end for guys, and then <laughs> and then put the put this on and you're ready for round you mean, two. So you get a dick. You get a dick for your dick. Mm-hmm. It's a dick. It's a prosthetic dick dog. to replace the dick that doesn't work no more because it felt too good. We heard you like dicks, so we got you a dick for your dick so you can dick while you're dicking. I don't think you put it. Yes, no. Uh, correction. It is hollow. It is designed to put your dick in oh. to give it a little to relaxation. How nice. fucking deep does that Matryoshka doll go? Can you keep putting dicks on the dicks on the dicks on the dicks forever? Put a dick on your dick so. on your dick on your dick on your dick. Oh god. It's basically like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers of dicks. Like you, it's Morphin time, and your bad broken dick that felt too good, so it died mm-hmm. is replaced by a synthetic dick. I don't understand so like, like what your blue ranger of dicks and then it becomes like the green ranger of dicks so you can get that for thirty one ninety nine, except except with the middlest coupon code you're going to save 20% on that and anything you buy at extremerestraints.com so get over there buy something for your lover and, and maybe they don't Maybe your lover doesn't want to get fa- fucked with a fake dick. Maybe they want to have someone read a book to them. That's cool. We got something for them, too. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash mybrother. Uh, guys, we have a very special message uh, from Marco from Galia, uh, who says, Hey, Marco, I hope your birthday is a good one and that you'll dress sharp for your fancy schmancy birthday dinner, maybe in your new gray suit. And don't forget to shave your head smooth. Your friends <laughs> love you from Galia and company. Maybe you should just, like, let him do his own, like, stuff. He wanted to wear his new blue suit. Yeah. Let him, let Marco do Marco. Well, you know? Let Marco, maybe he wants his head to get kind of shaggy and rotten. And he wants to shave, like, his basketball number in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and some lightning bolts. We got a message for Hudson C- C- Curry? Curry? Mm-hmm. Curry. Let's go with Curry. Curry. Uh, this message is from Cody. And he says, welcome to the world, Hudson. Your new super friend Cody is happy to meet you. By the way, congrats to Chris and Christina. So this is a baby. No, a baby? you assume it's a baby. It could be an alien. No. Okay, it might be a Mork situation. We're Welcome to the here. world. <laughs> Welcome to the world, Krabbyon. <laughs> Guys, this is a little baby. You don't know that. Baby. It could also be an alien baby, and it could be the best of both worlds. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a funny joke, Travis. Glad Thank you said you. it out loud. Who's Our this next message one is for? for? The Chow Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's from... <laughs> Ian, yeah, Cowboy. Ian. And Ian says, wishing you a very merry Crimbus and a fiscally responsible candlelight. I hope that you all find rats in your presence. Merry Dilfmas. How many, boys. How many holidays is this is this group of super friends celebrating? <laughs> the fr- the super friends Cowboys, I think they're celebrating everything and also 
have in jokes for every holiday mm-hmm. that no that that are that are narrow casting. Mm-hmm. I think is is how you would describe because it's easy to read Dilfmas and think oh it's like uh, the opposite of milf. It's a Dilf. It's a dad, but really dad. it's all about Dilbert. Mm-hmm. Oh God, the worst. <laughs> oh holiday. God. Thanks, Chow Boys. If you'd like to get your message on our show, go to to maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron, and you're gonna be able to do just that. Um, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Ira Ray. Is this the first time I've ever just like fucking done it and not even yeah, asked you guys if you it. just? I don't even. You're get. You're finally getting it in twenty dollars. I don't fucking with, give with it. With twenty one, doing it days left. Um, everyone's gotten it done, right? Everyone's done it. This yeah. is important. Um, this the clock she's ticking. Just, just ask her, dummy. Just yeah. This Yahoo was sent by Ira Ray. Thank you, Ira. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Oh God. Al- now is this Ira Ray? Huh? Is this Ira Ray? Ira Ray. Okay, go on. Who did you think it was? Uh, Jimmy Ray. <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry I couldn't alley oop that for you. Thanks. Uh, uh, we'll try again. Okay. Uh, this Yahoo is that I is that Ira Ray. Who wants to know? Is it Sling Blade? <laughs> That's not the lyric. Shut up. This, please sh- shut up. Please. Please. Please shut up. Yahoo Answers user Alcoholism is my new hobby asks. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone else's spouse do karate in the shower? I poked my head in the shower and my husband froze immediately in this strange pose. I asked him what he was doing and he looks at me and he says karate. Like it's the most normal thing in the world to do karate in the shower. Anyone else's spouse do weird things in the shower? Of all the things you can catch your spouse doing, I wouldn't put karate at the top of the weird list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, if he's, weirder thing. if he's standing in the shower, propping himself up with one hand and jerking his soapy wiener off, that's not karate, guys. He did not learn that move from Chow Yun Fat. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He might fading. have learned it from David Carradine. Nope. <laughs> Oh, golly. Oh, good golly. Um, how? First of all, extremely dangerous. Super duper dangerous. The most unless, super you have those, unless you have those fish on the, on the bathtub floor. Oh, yeah. Then you're safe. Uh, excuse me, Home Depot clerk? Uh, yes. Uh, I was looking at the plastic bathtub fish. Are these karate rated? Are these rated for karate in the bathtub? When I do a flying sweeping crane kick, how are these going to treat my feet? Because... I need to simulate. I've been hurt before. I need to simulate the the natural battlefield flooring. You know. Boy, if you can learn two karate in the shower, though, you that's it, you right? Can karate anywhere. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's like how Yoda made Luke Skywalker run around with a Yoda on his back so they could jump super high. Wait, what? In the Star Wars, um, I don't think my I don't think my spouse or my betrothed does karate in the shower. I don't think I don't think anybody does weird things in the shower that I know. My shower is too small to do awesome things in. Mm-hmm. I, do you guys I need a when you shower. guys visit mm-hmm. someone who like lives in a big house and they have like a big shower with like two heads and like maybe there's a chair in there? Do you just assume that they're fucking freaks? <laughs> do you just assume? Maybe that's just me, but no. if I see somebody who has like gone through all the effort to like put a big shower in their house, I just assume that they needed a big shower in which to express themselves sexually on each other in a wet place. <laughs> yeah, or a kill room. Well, Ooh. well, if you're rich, there's a point of richness mm-hmm. where the only thrill is is taking human life mm-hmm. yeah. to feel someone's life run out in your hands. If you can feel their life run out of your hands and onto to the uh, polished marble of your giant bathtub, then you have truly lived. And I would also like to take a moment to thank Extreme Restraints for sponsoring the show and allowing us to reach that level of richness. Mm-hmm. When you guys go to someone else's shower mm-hmm. at their home, which and your I guest do often, the, go on, you have your guest in their home, and you brought you probably brought your own. Uh, accoutrement, your own shampoo, no. or, or maybe you didn't. I never didn't. do that. Do you use that as an opportunity, just like to just sample try it, just sample, see what's out there? Yes, you of know? course. A couple of different kinds of shampoo. There's always like weird scrubs. I do this in my own bathroom. I don't know what some of these scrubs are, but I'll you know I'll try it out. Ooh, is that a uh, co- coconut husks? I also this do the same with your medication. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
that looks tasty. I want to eat that. Gobble, gobble back. There. Sometimes I'll just like I'll kill him, and then just like ass- <laughs> I just assume I'll just assume their life. You know. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. I'll just like take. I'll just like take charge. Cause really, when you smell like someone, you're basically walking a mile in their shoes and their smell shoes. Mm. 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 I really do never bring my shampoo anywhere, and like I'll get indignant about it if I stay at somebody's house and they like don't have conditioner. Like, oh, thanks, guys. I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna go. There's, I saw a puddle out on the street. I'll just splash around <laughs> in that for a while. Are you fucking like kidding puppy. me? <laughs> What a nightmare. Oh, you have hand soap in the shower, and you use that for... I didn't know that you were a giant hand, sir. I didn't know that your body was made up entirely of hands, so that's cool. I guess that's what you think of me. Why don't you just spit on me over and over again until I'm wet enough and clean enough? You've already metaphorically spit on me by not offering me the finest shampoos and conditioners. Or just any shampoo and conditioner. I think it's just because I get so excited when I put on a new shampoo, you know? Sure. What's it? Maybe this will be the one, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I am in dire need of your assistance this holiday. Read family centric season. My boyfriend and I have been friends for six years together for three and have lived in sin for the last 1.5. I don't see his family very often, but when I do, things seem a bit strained. Thing is, I'm not sure if his parents don't like me or if they're just stoic. How can I suss this out without stepping up to one of them? over the punch bowl and saying, hey, we cool? That's Outcast from Indiana. Are we good? They probably like you enough. How do you know that, though? I don't. They it, probably don't like you. It really depends on if you have... You gotta adopt the, the speak when spoken to sort of deference to their family until, like, you can figure out how to worm your way in there. And sometimes it takes longer than other times but I, I think it i've always been of the opinion that like the, if the person you're dating is cool then they probably have mm-hmm. some level of coolness in their family that you can tap into you know i think everybody's family just wants their their child to be happy right oh definitely. so if, if you make him happy then i then i i don't think they'll have a problem with you it could just be and this is i have seen this many times they could just be kind of uptight, stressed out family, you know? Like they could yeah. just that you could be feeling I, a lot of family dynamics. And I also feel that there may be people out there going now, well, not everybody just wants their person to be happy. Some people's families are awful. Possible. But if that's the case, then what does it matter whether they like you or not? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's win win. Either the family is cool because a cool person came from it, or a cool person came from it in defiance of how uncool it is, in which case it, you don't lose anything by them not liking you. Now, uh, have you ever heard people talk about like getting really stressed at the holidays or like this kind of thing stressing them out, like, and 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 spending time with the in laws and that stress them. That that is, I mean, that's a human experience. Th- that's yeah. what you're experiencing right now. Like, it's not it's not an uncommon thing. It's like we are comfortable with the people we live with because we've decided that that's. Uh, you know, a situation we can handle. But when you start inviting people you don't live with in your home, nobody really wants that. Yeah, and I think there's always a level of this. Like, you know, you go stay in anyone's home, even if it's, like, your best friend, and you always have to put on a little bit of a layer of, like, well, I'm going to be more polite and more conscientious, more, Mm -hmm. you know, more clean than I am in my own home. Like, you don't get to just be yourself. Add to that the layer of it being your significant other's family that you don't see that often, that you don't know that well. They're doing the same thing back. Like, there's just a lot of pressure on both sides to be like, hey, be on your best behavior. Be interesting. Be fun. Lean into it is advice that's always really, really good. Um and just like maybe this Christmas, maybe you drop a few daddies in there. Maybe a few mommies and a few daddies. <laughs> Start laying that seed. Unky, bro, bro, sissy, sissy, sis, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, sissy. You want to go to the mall? Sissy. And you give them all that, and then mm-hmm. and then you know you jump to the other end of the of the spectrum, and then maybe next year you can find the happy medium. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can say I, I'm still not sure of your ability to. to make our son happy and keep him safe but for christ's sakes at least you're not weirding us out anymore at least you're not like that girl he was dating last year oh that was you oh Oh. shit recently two of my closest friends got in a fight that permanently ended their friendship 
while I've successfully stayed out of the conflict and managed to maintain my relationship with both of them, it's still affecting me. Since they can no longer be in the same room, I want to have a Christmas party, but I can't figure out how to deal with inviting them. How do I get out of the situation with my friendships intact? That's from Baffled and Brooklyn. Yay! Guys, we have like a sacred order of the water buffalo thing going on. I think it's it's time for a farce. It's oh shit! Nobody ever gets in these situations, and you need to be so thankful because now you have this perfect setup for a holiday farce. Okay, so you're gonna have two parties. Mm -hmm. Wait, it's a a fucking it's a Santa Claus party. Everybody come dressed up like Santa Claus. Nobody knows who's Uh in the room. Maybe okay, I love it. Maybe maybe eventually it turns into like an eyes wide shut. (laughs) Let's not think about that. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is a this is a dual scenario, you guys. Secret order of the water buffalo, and you have an eyes wide shut because maybe people have fun and they can't tell that they hate each other because they're exes. But then maybe things get weird. Maybe some dicks come out. But You're then gonna... <laughs> you have your friend Barn, right? And Barney's mm-hmm. there. Barney's He's there. He's gonna help usher one of the bad friends around. Correct. But then Barn, it, you you only know his name is Barn. You've never met him. No. He's just you a friend of a friend of a friend. Named Barn. Be barn and he shows up and it turns out that barn is not the barn you thought he was so barn doesn't know his ass from his elbow okay Uh can we also say that on the invitation to this santa claus um secret orgy that uh everybody has to be called barn for Mm -hmm. the oh yeah and everybody's called barn Mm -hmm. there sure that i love it Um, and then one person comes dressed as a barn because they got confused by the invitation but he's just there for like the whimsical end of act one moment Oh yeah, and there's there's a um, uh, there's a big plate of shrimp, and someone's allergic. Except everyone's just like Santa, so you don't know who. And that person eats the shrimp. I love mm-hmm. it because they that doesn't also make... don't know who they are. <laughs> they, they are unaware that they are allergic. They get so wait. enveloped in the barn lifestyle that they forget. Am I the their one that's own... allergic to shrimp? Or are you the one? I don't know. No. We're both dressed as Santa Claus. Oh no. Okay, I got it. One of your friends is allergic to imitation crab. But you lie to everyone and tell them it's real crab because you don't want to know that your husband just got laid off from his job. Okay. At the end, he's going to get a new job. Okay, from the guy dressed as a barn. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You know what's great is that because this question is from Brooklyn, this is going to be like the seventh weirdest party that all of these people have gone to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got out of a, a very Skrillex Christmas where everybody shaved their head like Skrillex. We were just out of a party at an abandoned axe factory, and instead of eggnog, they just had eggs. It was awesome. I was aw- It was a pretty good party. They had Christmas lights, and Tony Bennett was there. We lumberjacked for like 12 hours. <laughs> we were just lumberjacking. Do you have a futon I can just crash on for a bit? I'm exhausted. To answer your question, what you have to do is you have to invite both of your friends and then tell them both that the other one is also invited, and then neither one of them will come, and you won't have to deal with it. <laughs> Make it their problem. Yeah. This isn't your problem. Tell them that they're both invited, and then they should probably patch things up before the party. Yeah, because you're oh, not gonna yeah. have baby Say, Jesus. Susan, I invited Amanda, and Amanda, I invited Susan. If you guys show up to my party and start shit, I swear to God, I will kick you out. So that's gonna do it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening to our program. Uh, we uh, next week will be our holiday special, Candle Nights. Uh, and and we hope you'll you'll join us again for that, because uh, we'll we'll it'll be a family friendly program, something you can listen to with Unky Dan. Are uh, we? We're still looking for we, questions. Do we have extreme restraints on the calendar to be a sponsor? Yes. Oh my so god, this is gonna be amazing. We gotta do a PG, <laughs> a PG extreme restraint. We'll figure it out. Oh we'll my god, out. tune in. It's gonna be the best. Uh, and thank you for people tweeting about the show on Twitter. Abald Wookie, Jeremy Frankly, uh, Swothers UK, Agent Eli, Iron Slayer 13, Popro, MC Ginning, Geeky Lindsay, SW Records, Ben Carignan, Insane Barry. You, are you going to sleep? And then Justin faded away. Um, We'd also like to say thank you to all of our sponsors and especially to Mm -hmm. audible.com. And now I would like to do my impression of the girl that read our audible uh, commercial. Okay, let's hear it. Support for my brother, my brother and me comes from audible.com provider of digital audiobooks and more with more than a hundred thousand downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction and periodicals. 
Audible suggested my brother, my brother and me listeners might enjoy The Bedwetter by Sarah Silverman or Not Taco Bell Material by Adam Carolla. For a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership, go to audiblepodcast.com slash my brother. Oh, Travis, that was fantastic. Man, that that is a thank you dynamite impression. I've been working on it for four weeks. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can actually get John Roderick and Jonathan Colton's Christmas album, One Christmas at a Time, now available in all the stores. Um, actually, I don't know what stores it's available in, but uh, it's a good listen. It'll fill you with so much cheer. Um, so, so go look into that. If you if you want uh, one Christmas at a time, just Google it. Yeah, just Google and it, and I bet it'll just it'll just turn up. You know where it is? You know where I can say officially it is? It is on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so you can that's get a good Also, in all books a million mm-hmm. and um, borders, and in a couple pet smarts, Walton the books. These, these are all things. <laughs> Um, uh, these are still extant retailers mm-hmm. that you could go to. And hey, everybody, thank you for the warm, the warm wishes on the on my on my my life change, my life decision. Yeah, I, I, it was really nice. We got so much uh, cool stuff in the mail. By the way, we got uh, some magic cards. We got the Wisconsin Hustle. It's a card game. Uh, a guy dressed up as a pilgrim. Burgess uh, sent us an, a fine note. Got a, a postcard from Des Moines from Rachel. A uh, postcard from Cash Draft in California. It's lovely. Um, so so much cool stuff. Kenjamin sends a very nice note. Um, but and and uh, and I just really appreciate everybody because it really it means a lot to get those little notes. We're at a fifty-four, PO Box fifty-four, Huntington, West Virginia, two five seven zero six. Edward Rogers sent us a note too. Uh, so if you want to mail us something. Of value, I would appreciate. Yeah, it. not just like notes, not just like garbage. Send us like nice, a nice precious present. rubies, but like art that you made about mm-hmm. us. We really like that. Uh, this final Yahoo is sent in by Renee Layburn. Thank you, Renee. It's by Yahoo Answers user Yahoo Answers user Tepsy, who asks, "What are the vegetables at Subway? List all of them. Don't just guess, please." <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Hank the Spank Tank Plank Flanker Flanker Jack. This has been the Pleasure Garden. Kiss your dad. Square not for not for sex. I'm sex time. Hey folks, this is Kevin Allison of The State and the podcast Risk, where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. Risk is the latest addition to the roster of podcasts at Maximum Fun, and it is jam-packed with unforgettable stuff. Your favorite writers, comedians, even fans like you share X-rated stories, outrageously hilarious stories, tear-jerking stories you won't believe how real and raw and surprising Risk can be. Both radio-style stories and stories told at our live shows, you've heard people say, ooh, too much information, don't be sharing that in mixed company. Well, at Risk, we say screw that. Anything goes. So you've got a treasure trove of jaw-dropping entertainment to dig into, my friend. Look us up at MaximumFun.org or Risk-Show.com or, of course, just go to podcast at the iTunes store and search for risk.